Hi, I'm Pastor Brad Inman, and you're listening to the Orange United Methodist Sermon Podcast. We're a church in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, that wants to help you find your place in God's story. And we hope this sermon can guide you along that journey. Visit orangemethodist.org to find out more information about location, service times, upcoming events, and ways to give. We hope you enjoy. I invite you to look on the screen or to turn in your Bibles to 1 John, beginning in verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only son who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Pastor Corey. Good morning, church. I'm Adam Seat, lead pastor here at Orange, and I welcome you to the first Sunday of 2022. So it's exciting to be together. I see Diana is in the back, and which is a reminder to us that if any children are wanting to go out for Crosswired, you are invited to go at this time. Uh, But if not, you're welcome to stay as we share together in this time. Let's go to God in prayer. Lord God Almighty, we give thanks for the opportunity to be together today, to worship and to praise you. To start this year off right, focusing on you, committing ourselves to you. And so, Lord, as we are present whether online or here in person. We pray that your Holy Spirit might speak to us today. As we've heard your word read and now as it is to be proclaimed, pour out your Holy Spirit and transform the words that proceed from my mouth and as they fall upon our ears and penetrate our hearts. May they be changed into the word of God that we need to hear today as individuals and collectively as one body. Lord, we pray this in the name of Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit. And all of God's people said, Amen. Yes, today is the first Sunday of 2022. And if our weather gives us any indication of what this year may hold, we may be in for another interesting year. I'm sure you've already heard not only the wind and the storms of last night and today, but they're even calling for a chance of winter weather tomorrow. That's crazy in North Carolina that we may be facing such a thing. But you know, it's interesting when I think back to 
2021, when we went into that year, I got to admit, I was, I was filled with so much optimism, so much hope. Vaccines were beginning to roll out more and more. And there was this hope that maybe life would return to normal. We began this year, 2021, worshiping only online. And we're thankful for the gift of that technology. But over the course of that year, we were able to begin regathering, remembering as the body of Christ. And on Easter Sunday, we were able to worship together in person. And over the course of this year, it was so exciting to see the way life was coming back, or so it seemed. And on a personal note, I mean, the way this year began in my family's life. Our oldest son early in 2021 got engaged. He got married. Our youngest son graduated college, got a job. He's off the payroll. I mean, it was great. 2021, it was wonderful. Then Omicron, oh my goodness, this variant has impacted everybody's lives. I dare, would even want to ask if there's anybody in here that hasn't had family impacted by COVID over these past few weeks. I know in my own household, my son Aaron that lives down in Columbia, South Carolina now, he wasn't able to come home for Christmas because he himself had come down with COVID. And so it was a lonely Christmas for Aaron down there. He was able to come this past weekend, but as he was there alone, and we had these gifts we so wanted to give to him, but it was kind of a bummer, a disappointment. It was a, a weird kind of thing. And then and my, my wife, she has family that their entire households have been stricken. It's been amazing. And so, you know what, I, I'm kind of glad to see 2021 in the rear view mirror. I mean, there was a lot of great things. There were. And, and goodness knows the church did a lot of great things in 2021. I'm so thankful for what you all as the body of Christ did in 2021. To be able to help people find their place in God's story. And, and the way that you served. The way that you gave. It was unbelievable to see that in spite of a global pandemic. You would not allow that to stop. People being able to receive a gift of God. Being able to receive hope once again. And so, while I am recognized there were some hardships of 2021 and there were some good things, I am glad to see a new year. And look, whether you're worshiping online or for those here in person, guess what? You've got perfect attendance for worship on 2022 so far. You know, when I was a kid, we used to get these little pins, and you'd have Sunday school pins for perfect attendance. And, and, and if we even had to be out of town and miss church one Sunday, we had to make sure that we went to church somewhere else, came back and brought a bulletin. And I, I think some churches, they'd give a little bit of grace, and you could miss maybe two Sundays out of the year. But I mean, you'd see some people that would have this pin with all these attachments for each year that they had had perfect attendance. And so, so far, you've got the pen as you have been perfect with your attendance. And as we come into this new year, I got to admit, I find myself drawn to those words in the book of Revelation from Revelation chapter 21. Where God says, then, then, I, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. 
For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples. And God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. and Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne, and this is the part that I really love, said, See, I'm making all things new. He also said, Write these words. For they are trustworthy and true. And then he said, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Oh, I love this thought of God is doing a new thing. And I'm hoping that as we're coming into this new year, I'm saying, come Lord Jesus, do a new thing. Those things of the past, let them be in the past. And let us move towards this new future that God has established and is setting in front of us. And as we are entering into the new year, so many times people will try to come up with a resolution. Maybe you yourself have done a resolution this year. You've resolved to do this or that. I gave up on those because many times I might find myself doing a resolution. But by February, I couldn't even tell you what that resolution had been. And so resolutions, it's something that maybe we used to do, but we haven't really lived into it. And maybe we're hoping for 2022 to be a different kind of year, a new year. Well, I think if it's going to be a different kind of year, it means that we need to take on something different, something new. I mean, you're familiar with that old definition of insanity, right, that a Insanity is keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's the way we seem to live so many times. We think, you know what, I hope 2022 is going to be a different kind of year. But we keep doing the exact same thing we had always done. We keep doing the same things we've been doing. Not making those changes that God himself is calling on us to make. And so maybe for 2022 to become a different kind of year for us. Maybe instead of making resolutions, let's make a commitment. What if we were to commit ourselves to, to something new? As God is making all things new. What if this year we decided to take on a new challenge? What if we committed ourselves, for example, to reading the Bible every day? What if we committed together to read through the Bible in the entirety over the course of 2022? You know what? If you're interested in that, I'll read along with you. We'll correspond, we'll share what the readings were, I'll come up with a reading plan and share that with you. And we can read that together. What if we committed to hold one another accountable to encountering God's word? What if, what if we committed that for every day of the year of 2022, we were going to say maybe a specific prayer? At the end of this message today, we're going to pray a prayer together called the Covenant Prayer in the Wesleyan tradition. And that covenant prayer speaks to us so much about who God is and who we are. 
what if we committed, and, and we could even come up with a time that we all knew we were going to be praying that same prayer together at the same time. The address here at Orange is 1220 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. So what if every day at 1220, maybe when you're eating your lunch, at 1220, what if we all paused? What if we had a reminder set on our phone? And on that reminder, it popped up and there was that prayer that we could pray. And knowing that we're praying a prayer at the exact same time that somebody else is praying that exact same prayer. What if that commitment, what would that look like for us? It'd be something new. It'd be us committing, demonstrating this faithfulness, this commitment. What if... What if we committed in 2022 to do something we've never done before? Maybe it could involve serving. You know what? You don't even have to wait very long to do that because this afternoon and after the service, you could help serve the church as we take down Christmas decorations. Tuesday morning, Pastor Corey already mentioned about you could serve by helping to pack the share the love bags. Thursday, there's an opportunity that you could serve. I mean, if you've never done something like that before, what would it be like to experience something new? For if God is making all things new, how could we participate? In that new creation. So, so maybe it's through the way that we serve. Maybe it's through committing to be a part of a small group. And once again, you don't have to wait very long. Because there are small groups that take place at 10 o'clock today. As there are Bible studies. There are Sunday school classes that take place. There are other small group opportunities. that I'd love to help you get plugged in. And if you've never been a part of one. You know what? Sometimes it can be intimidating. If you've never done a Bible study. You might go in and thinking. You know what? I, I've never done one, and I'm not going to know everything. Good! That's why you should be a part of the class. We don't want you to come to the class if you know everything already. We want you to come to be able to learn together. So, so what would it look like if there's something in the way that we practice our faith that you've never done it before? What if it was something you committed to doing something in 2022? It was something brand new. I mean, it doesn't even have to do with your faith. What if we decided we were going to commit to do something brand new? One thing that I have committed that I want to learn how to do in 2022, and it has nothing to do with the way that I practice my faith. Y'all know, some of you know, that I have taken on the practice of making bread, sourdough bread. I can't wait till we get to share that sourdough bread uh, as we share in Holy Communion. Not today. Because uh, we're still using the wafers, but eventually. But what in 2022, you know what I want to learn to make? I want to make a bagel. I don't know why. It's just something I want to get around to. No? Okay. But I do. I want to learn how to make a bagel. I know it's a different kind of practice. And so I want to experience that. And when we practice something new, when we begin to learn something, it's amazing the way that God uses that new thing within us. When I first learned a new instrument, when I was learning to play the ukulele, it was the creativity that God was pouring into me as I was trying to learn something new. God was revealing himself, even in those things that we think are not spiritual practices. So what if this year you decided to commit to doing something new? Maybe it's an exercise program. What if it's something that maybe you've never been a runner, but you want to become a runner? I can't help you as I myself am currently in a walking boot. But 
What if you wanted to take on something new? Because when we do something new, when we experience something new, we're able to see God in a different light and see God in a different lens. And so this is the beginning. Here we are at the start. And this is the beginning. And if we want to see a different year, if we want 2022 to be a different kind of year than 2021 or God forsake 2020, what if we were to take on these practices and commit to something new? And the thing is, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And so today, let's take that first step. Let's find that new thing that we're going to commit ourselves to. And we're going to live into that. And we're going to be able to experience something new. This is the beginning. As Pastor Corey read the gospel this morning, today's assigned gospel lesson is from John chapter 1. And we learn there in the very first words, John echoing those words of creation. In the beginning there was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And it goes on and speaks to the nature of who God is and how the word became flesh. And how John the Baptist was called not to be the light, to give witness to the light. And how Jesus had come because the law had already been sent. But Jesus was come to fulfill that law and to demonstrate the spirit of grace and truth. And as we experience these, this passage today, I couldn't help but find myself thinking, anytime you study a passage of Scripture, there are three questions that I think are relevant that you can ask yourself or you can ask as a part of a study group. The three questions are, what does this passage say about God? The second question is, what does this passage say about humanity? And the third question is, what does this passage say about the relationship between the two. And so as we're in the beginning and we're taking on something new. And maybe you're going to take on a practice of reading the scriptures in ways that maybe you've never committed a disciplined practice of reading the scriptures. Let's walk through those three questions as we begin something new. And then you, you know what? You'll have 100% on Sundays doing a Bible study. That, that perfect attendance once again. And so the first question, what does this passage of John chapter 1 say to us about God? What does it reveal to us about God? Well, it reveals several things. The first thing I believe that it reveals to us is that God is eternal. Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning, God from the beginning to the end. As I already read from Revelation 21, we're reminded of how God says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, and everything in between. And so I think in John chapter 1, we see that God is eternal. We see that God is the creator who speaks all things into being. We see that God is unbeatable. I love how the part mentions about, and we spoke of this on Christmas Eve, how God sent the light of the world, and the darkness could not overcome it. The word became flesh. God dwells among us. See, that's one thing that I think is so important about John chapter 1. It reminds us that he is Emmanuel. God's not just some far off distant God stand, sitting up on a throne on a high mountaintop. He's one that is with us. He has come to be with us. When I look at John chapter 1 and I ask myself the second question. What does this passage tell us about humanity? Well, 
We stand in contrast to God. <laughs> We're not eternal. We're not the creator. We're the creation. We're not unbeatable. We've experienced that. We've experienced being defeated. We see what that's like. But the beautiful thing is, as humanity, while we're not light, we know that the light is shining. And we ourselves can, like John, give witness and give point to that light. What does this passage tell us about the relationship between God and humanity? This passage points us to that we are here and we are empowered to be the children of God. And that love that God has for his children knows no end. When we get our order right, when we understand that there is a pecking order, that God is God and we are not, I think it find, allows us to be able to begin to submit and to follow, recognizing the one that is in charge. Let's do that in 2022. Let's commit to a new year. Let, let's see God do a new thing. But let's commit that we recognize that God is God and we are not. Today, I'm so thankful for those of you that are joining us online and those that are here in person. Because in this, you're already demonstrating that first step of commitment. And so may we find that something new that God can do this year within us. As we close our time together in this time of the service, today I want to invite us to, to join in this prayer that John Wesley came upon and found and incorporated it into his own spiritual practices, and then one that he shared with all of those who became a part of the Methodist movement. This prayer is known as a covenant prayer in the Wesleyan tradition, and it's found in the United Methodist hymnal, but it's a prayer that I believe is one that calls us to this life of Commitment and discipline. And so as we close this time, I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me as we commit ourselves to God in this year, 2022. Let us pray. I am no longer my own, but thine. Put me to what thou wilt. Rank me with whom thou wilt. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed by thee, or laid aside for thee, exalted for thee, or brought low for thee. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to thy pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Thou art mine, and I am thine, so be it. And the covenant that I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. Please join us again next week. In the meantime, you can find us online at orangemethodist.org.